our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Hey, I'm Sarah Bivens. And I'm Matthew Bivens. And this is the Doing It at Home podcast, the only podcast dedicated to empowering, loving, and honest conversations around home birth. What started as a fun way for us to document our own home birth journey has turned into a platform for sharing birth stories, resources, and education with the goal of empowering mamas and families to make the birth decisions that work best for them. Plus, we get into the antics, breakdowns, and breakthroughs of our own experience of marriage and parenthood. All right. You ready, babe? Yep. Let's do it, mama. Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for being here. So excited to have you and to share this really awesome interview that we have for you. Before we hop into that, just some announcements and reminders um, to stay in touch and to be following us in all the ways that you can. So Instagram, D-I-A-H podcast, Facebook, Doing It At Home podcast. Uh, we have a private group for the Doing It At Home community, Doing It At Home birth group on Facebook. So you can request to join that. And check out our website too. We have some free downloads for you, um, information on the show, episodes, links to things we include in the episodes, all of that great stuff is at diahpodcast.com. And how could I forget? It would have been super silly of me if I had forgotten. The shirts, the Doing It At Home shop is open. So go to our Instagram. It's the link in our profile page right now, or you could find it in the show notes of this episode. And that's bonfire.com slash store slash D-I-H podcast and rock your let's talk home birth shirt or have babies where you make them shirt. Super cool. That's a fan favorite. Um, but yeah, go check that out and you can have your shirts in time for the holidays. So gifts for yourself, your doula, your midwife, birth photographer, fellow birth junkie friend, you can have that for them. And not just shirts. So t-shirts, tanks, uh, sweatshirts, long sleeve shirts, and hoodies all available for you there. So go do that. Okay. Ah, today's interview is so cool. I'm, I'm really just so excited for you to hear this. We got to sit down with Carson Meyer, actor, birth doula, birth photographer, and skincare 
entrepreneur, she's just so amazing, wears a lot of hats. And I feel like she brings such a beautiful perspective to the conversation of birth and birth work. And I I really think is setting a, a new, creating a new mold of young women entering into the birth space at any stage of whether they are, they themselves are interested in birth and are just fascinated by it and want to be in the birth work world, or are just women who are exploring the, the options and the conversation and the healing and empowering view on birth. It's just really remarkable. And so I loved this conversation. Um, We talk about you know, I listed what she does, kind of the many hats that she wears. And you might think, huh, how are those all interconnected? But it's so beautiful when you hear how they are from her training and her studies in acting and how that has spilled into her role as a doula and as a birth photographer. And then also being very passionate about health and wellness and natural skincare and just, yeah, it's so cool. So we talk about her introduction into the birth world and kind of what inspired her to be in birth work. And plus reasons to have a doula. You know, that gets brought up a lot. You know, what is a doula? Uh, What are the roles there? What are the benefits there? And so we get into that as well. So we hit all sorts of points and yet wrap it up for you really nicely in this uh, magical, cohesive way. And so you can connect with Carson through her Instagram, through her websites, whether it's through Sea in the Moon, her skincare company, or as a doula. I have all those links in the show notes for you as well. So you can go there and check that out and learn more about her get connected with her, follow her, see what she's up to because she is an amazing human being and such a light and I'm really grateful to have her here at Doing It At Home. So without any further ado, our interview with Carson Meyer. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Transform your home in one weekend with paint from Menards. Get a paint that combines durability and gorgeous color. Dutch Boys DuraClean Interior Paint and Primer in One offers Stay Clean technology, making your home stay beautiful and clean longer. And with Dutch Boy's easy opening, smooth pouring container, transforming your home has never been easier. Save big money on Dutch Boy paints and head into Menards to get your paint project started today. Save big money at Menards. Hi, Carson. Welcome to the Doing It at Home podcast. How are you? Hi, I'm good. Thank you guys so much for having me. We are so appreciative that you're here hanging out with us on the show. So thank you. Thank you. I'm excited. Okay. So there's a lot of cool things that I want to get into because I know you bring a really cool perspective to the birth world. And to kick that off, why don't you share a little bit, if you could, on how you entered the birth world and birth work and what drew you to that? Yeah. um, You know, I think it's kind of a series of events, like most things in life. It's not not one thing. Um, I wish I had like that crazy, amazing defining moment in my life that that turned the switch on. Um, But I think, you know, looking back, it kind of, I recognize that it was something I think was always in my cards. Um, Starting at the way I was born, um, I grew up always hearing about my mom 
having a birth plan that nobody listened to. Um, mm. And so I think it's it kind of started there where even though, you know, I think she looks back and sees it as such a beautiful um, time, you know, she would say like, I wanted candles and I wanted this or I wanted music. And, and instead there was like the whole family was in the room and um, they they weren't honoring certain things that she was wanting um, at the time. And so I think I grew up hearing that and, and, and as a young girl, not really understanding what that meant, but knowing inside that, like, I wish she had been able to, someone was there to advocate for her and how she wanted um, that day to go. So that was, that was like the little seed. And then growing up, I just, I think like most of us in our culture, we don't, we're not exposed to birth. We don't know a whole lot about it. We learn the birds and bees, but we don't really know um, what, what happens beyond that. Um, What labor looks like, what pregnancy really looks like from, from a perspective beyond just seeing and knowing pregnant women. Um, Yeah. So I, I felt like I grew up very detached from that part of, um, my womanhood. And I was in college and I was, I don't know how it came to me, but somehow I was watching the business of being born and I just broke down. I completely lost it. I was like crying for days. Um, up until that moment, I'd never seen live footage of, of labor or birth before. Mm-hmm. I'd seen the Hollywood depiction of it. And you know, heard different stories and kind of had my own perception of it, but I was just so taken aback um, by the beauty and the strength of women. And I was, you know, there was half of me that was really angry watching that documentary and and seeing how women were being treated in hospitals. Um, but I was also like, the other side of me was just like, this is the most amazing, beautiful thing I've ever seen. So I ended up calling my sisters who had two kids at the time, each of them, and was like, I can't believe you did this. I was in, like, a complete shambles. Like, I couldn't get catch my breath. And they were just like, what is wrong with you? Like, what? like I, it was that moment that I realized that my, like, this passion that flooded into me was was unique and not something that everyone may have felt after seeing that documentary. Yeah. Um, so that was that was my first introduction, and that really changed the way I looked at birth and the female body. Um, and then years went by, I started acting and I was at NYU. And so I was studying alternative medicine, um, expression as a form of healing. So art therapy, drama therapy, really looking at the mind body connection and through kind of a, a, a mental health lens. And that led me to acting where I was, in a space with other artists who wanted to connect on a deep level, wanted to kind of find that present moment um, and and express themselves freely. So that I realize now is so connected to the to birth work. Um, I ended up moving back to LA, finishing school and, and pursuing acting. And I, got back to LA and, and first thing I did was kind of run into this midwife at a party who actually works at Del Mar, which we were speaking about prior, Del Mar Birthing Center. And 
again, it was one of these like weird things where the universe aligned and I found myself seated next to her and I was like, you're a what? You're a midwife? Like you can, it never crossed my mind that that was like a career, which is obvious, but that it is, but I'd I'd never known someone. I grew up in LA. So (laughs) that wasn't like a, a, a career path that you saw often. Um, now that I'm in that world, it's everywhere. But that was the first time I'd met someone who worked in birth, other than my own OB um, at the time. So that's after I, I met her. I took a class um, at Beanie Birth with Anna Paula Markell and got my certification and then never looked back. So there's that is long story short. So <laughs> cool. No, but I love how you drew the the connection points, like the dots along the way. It makes so much sense. And as you were describing that that work and expression, and when you said present moment and that connection of mind and body, when you were describing that in the art form of acting, I was like, oh my God, that's so like birth. And yet I had never, yeah. I would have never even... I would have bet money that there wasn't a huge connection between those two avenues. But as you described it so beautifully and yet simply just now, I was like, oh, my God, I get it. Like so many light bulbs just went off for me. Yeah, I think people think I'm They're like, what? Carson needs to like get her sign class on here shit together. So. <laughs> yes. But like, what is she, you know, like she's an actress, she's a doula. She's like, but I'm like, no, it's it's the same thing. Like the oh. at the core Obviously, there's so much more that goes into birth and so much more that goes into acting um, and so many layers. But, like, at its core, they're really, like, yeah, accessing this, this like, magic and this presence and this deep connection and an ability to, like, yeah, control your emotions but also completely let them go. Um, yeah, I think they're, they're truly connected, but not a lot of people realize that. Oh, so then how do you feel like if you could expand upon that a little further, do you bring your skill sets from each of the areas that you um, participate in from doula work to birth photographer work and acting? Where do you see some of those worlds kind of overlap? Um, you mean in birth itself or in... Yeah, just when you when you might find yourself wearing working. the different hats, you know, how do you kind of harness or utilize the, the skill sets or the energy you might be using in one to help the other? Yeah, so I think I use it for my clients, but also for myself. Mm. Um, I think a training and acting helped me center myself in, during birth, um, helps me access like my own um, grounding, but also this ability to like take all of my focus off myself and onto the other person. And that's something I learned um, studying Meisner, which is an acting method. Um, It's all about the other person. So I think unlike most people perceive acting, which is this like, you know, all about the self or the performance of the self or, you know, how am I saying my lines? How do I look? How, how is my movement? It's like deleting all of that uh, from the script and really just what are you getting from the other person? What are you getting from them? What do you see in their eyes? What is behind their words? Um, what's really going on? And that's something that, you know, every day in acting class, we, we do repetition where you, you stand across the room from a person and, and just throw out those words of, and repeat it, repeat it, repeat it. What do you see? What do you see? And that's an exercise to get it complete, get yourself out of your head and put all of your focus onto the other person. And, 
And instead of, you know, we live our lives being like, what does this person think of me? What is, you know, how am I doing? How am, you know, we're, we're the center of our own universe, but this mm-hmm. is a great exercise to just get out of the body. Um, and so that's something I think I not so much have my clients do, but it's a good exercise for me to help um, use my intuition and, and maybe try to understand what my client may need that's not being spoken verbally. Mm, that's that's so cool. You know, we've, um, like with our experience with working with midwives and, and knowing different doulas, like that to me has been one of the things that has stood out the most is that midwives and doulas, when it comes to, you know, taking care of the body, healthcare types of things, like they make it about their, the people they're working with, mm-hmm. their clients. And I remember yeah. that was one of the biggest differences when we went from an OB when we were pregnant and made the switch to, to midwives and a midwifery. It felt like they were truly focused on us. So I think it's pretty cool how you're able to take that skill um, that you that you develop in, in acting and translate it over. And I think it's just a it's it, it's it's seamless. It seems very seamless. <laughs> Thank you. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now you wanna get mixed up in the family business? Introducing the Godfather at ChapaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. What do you remember about the first birth you were physically present for and got to experience? Um, well, I mean, I, I do think... The first real birth I was ever a part of was my godbrothers, but I was only about six weeks old, or six, oh, months, wow. six months old, actually, at the time. Mm. So you probably don't remember um, much. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember much, but I do think that it was part of kind of this, what we talk about, the story of, of why I'm here. Yeah. Um, he was premature, and his dad was out of town, and his mom, who's um, my godmother, which is why I call him my godbrother, um, went into labor two months early and it was really scary. And so he, she called my mom mm. to, to come be with her. And they always tell that story of me being there. And I think there is something, even though I don't logically remember it, I do think that I remember it, you know, in, in my body and in my like soul of, of that fear and everything turned out to be okay and, um, and wonderful. But I, I think, you know, there, there was a lot of fear obviously in that, in that birth, and a lot of um, things that were just going completely different than, than everyone had expected mm-hmm. at the time. So that was my first real, real time seeing birth. Um, the, my first birth as a doula, which was also my first birth as an adult, um, that was, I don't even know if it can like count as a, a real rite of passage. I think her labor was a total of an hour and a half. Oh, wow. She was a second time mom. <laughs> Like I was like, I got the easiest initiation um, into into this job, so I'm always like, sorry, um, no. But it was it was amazing, and you know, she, it, yeah, it all happened very fast. But it was um, something that really taught me how important intuition is mm. with this job. Um, 
I had just gotten out of my training. I'd been reading all these books that talked about staying home and laboring at home and that labor will start slow and then it'll get longer. And I mean, you know, it'll, the contractions will start slower and then get closer together and, and things will speed up. Um, but I got there the minute she told me to come and I was like, I think this is like when the babies come, comes out. <laughs> like, I think we skipped everything. Um, I think she were, and, and I was like, we should go to the hospital. And they were like, no, last time it was 17 hours. Like we're not going yet. And I was like, can we just go now? And I'm like, I'm the worst doula ever. I'm, you're supposed to keep them at home as long as possible so they can labor at home. And like that increases the chance of intervention and all these things. But I was like, I tricked them. I was like, let's just go now to get checked because I'm new and I don't know. And, and then, you know, we'll come back and pack your bags and do all the things you want to do. And we were in the car driving in rush hour and she's like, pull over. And I'm like, do not pull over. I look at her husband. I'm like, nope, keep going. Got there. It's a baby was born within 15 minutes of wow. getting to the hospital. Oh, oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty wild. But And we're, we're all dear friends now and. You know, we laugh about it all the time because she didn't have a doula for her first birth. Um, and she's like, oh, my gosh, I think I would have had a, a home birth if, if you yeah, weren't totally. there. Yeah, unplanned <laughs> home unexpected birth. Unexpected home, uh, <laughs> unplanned home birth, yeah. Um, so that was pretty amazing. And that was my first introduction, which definitely, um, I mean, they each birth spoils me. They're all such a blessing to be at. But when you're there for two hours instead of two days, you're like, oh, this is easy. and and so when did your birth photography work come in is that before Um, being a doula after yeah so that I always have loved photography as a a creative medium but I primarily shot with uh, film so and I, I learned pretty quickly that that's not unless you're a great film photographer which I'm not it's more of a hobby for me it's not the best medium for birth. <laughs> um, low lighting and lots of movement is not always great for film. So I, I would always bring my film camera and, you know, have the iPhones and everyone's phones and would, would take pictures at every birth. But it wasn't until a f- pretty recently that I was like, you know what, I'm going to do it. I'm going to invest in a digital camera. I'm moving over to this digital world that I always tried to rebel against. Um, and it was one of the best decisions I've ever made. It's given me the ability to shoot in low lighting. It's given me the ability to video and just the quality of the photos are so beautiful. And I also think there's, yeah, like to to be able to provide that to my clients after and, you know, with film, you're like, you can't tell them to do it again. Sometimes they just don't turn out. Uh, But to see in live time, like how the photos are turning out and um, what you're getting, I think really changed the quality of of the photos and of that work. And so I'm really excited and now don't leave the house without my, my digital camera. <laughs> um, yeah. That's cool. So it's, it's, an, it's a new, a new kind of hobby for me, but I'm loving it. Mm. You know, it's kind of funny. Like Sarah and I were talking before we hit record and um, I asked her how she got connected with you, how she first discovered you. And she said it was your birth photo- uh, photos mm-hmm. that, that she first stumbled upon and then shared them on our Instagram page. Right. Is that right? Yes. And then from there, oh. yeah. And then, then from there, you, you can tell the story, Sarah. Yeah. So he was just like, Oh, so how did you guys get connected? And I said, Oh, well I knew of her 
through doing it at home's Instagram because, you know, I love birth photography through that. We follow a lot of birth photographers and I love to reshare birth photographers work because it's so important. And so, you know, la la la, I've been following your stuff. And then I made the connection with who you were because I had known who you were separately in the acting world. And then it was like, it kind of dawned on me one day. I don't know. I was like, oh my gosh, she's the same woman. She's the same person. So um, that's why, you know, that's what he was. I love that. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. And, and that's, I might sometimes do it. I'm like, should I start an Instagram just for my birth photos? You know, I don't really have a proper portfolio. They're just kind of something that I integrate into my personal account. Um, because it is, it's just like a part of my life. And, and I love, I follow so many birth Instagrams where they have like such beautiful curations Mm -hmm. of all birth photos. Um, but I'm glad that you kind of found them in the mix. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> Definitely. They're, <laughs> yeah. they're here and there. I'm yeah. so happy. I think the I think integration is is a is a cool theme that I'm just getting from our conversation because even when I go to your Instagram page under that little about section where people write about themselves, you have certified birth doula, birth photographer, and actor. And then you also have founder of Sea and the Moon. And it's been cool to learn how you've integrated all of these different things, all these different roles. And then like Sarah asked you earlier, kind of how each thing plays in to the other. And I think it's really, really cool that, you know, Sarah uh, got connected with you through your photography. Um, and then there's other folks who are getting connected with you through the different other things that you're doing, yet they're all integrated, which is pretty, pretty awesome. Thank you. And yeah, it feels mm-hmm. good. I was just, one thing that I have to note is how awesome I think that it is who you represent in terms of the demographic of women um, learning about birth and being in the space of birth and the energy and conversation of it. You yourself, not a mother yet, am I correct? Yes. Right. So not having experienced birth yet, however, being in the space of it, um, I I just think that's so awesome. And we have a, a nice handful of listeners of the show who aren't moms yet themselves, who are young women who are who would consider themselves birth junkies, you know, oh, yeah. and, you know, haven't experienced birth yet. So I just think, first of all, that's so cool. And I was wondering if you had feedback, you know, either that you've come into understanding yourself through your journey, um, tips, advice that you would share for young women who are exploring birth and looking at what their birth options are um, and just what, what they can do. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, we have this idea that fertility is like, is pregnancy and maybe like the month or, you know, year before you want to get pregnant when you're trying to get pregnant. Um, And that kind of our reproductive health is is like a a nine month long ordeal when really it's, it's a lifetime. I mean, it's our our reproductive health for men and women starts when we're in our mother's bellies, you know, like that's, it starts before we're even brought into yeah. this world, um, you know, due to environmental exposures, our, you know, our, the health of our parents, the environment we're born into, um, stress. There's so much that's in play far before we ever think about it. Um, so I guess my advice to 
to young women or women and men of all ages who are thinking about this time in their life is to to treat their bodies like they're pregnant. Um, That's great. You know, maybe a little bit more alcohol here and there is okay <laughs> and some sushi. But overall, I, you know, we should be treating ourselves with that love and respect, also um, nourishing our bodies, drinking lots of water, eating those healthy fats, eating those healthy foods, taking those vitamins, um, being active, but also being gentle. Um, I just, I, I do think that that is a an important approach kind of to our overall health. And, um, you know, we, it's so funny to me, like when you look at, um, especially now that I've entered the skincare world where it's like, don't use while pregnant or, it's like, why would you want to use something on your body that you couldn't use when you're growing a baby? Like right. we are also living organisms, you know, mm-hmm. why would just, I mean, obviously babies' exposures are so much higher because they're so much smaller and their organs aren't fully developed. But I really think we have to start looking at those risk factors and eliminating them from the world entirely mm-hmm. um, and, and protecting our environment because it is, it's important for men and women to you know, at all stages of their lives be drinking clean water, breathing clean air. So I, yeah, I think it's super. And, and by the way, I do also say this to people who don't plan on, on having children, um, you know, making sure that your periods are, you know, reflective of a healthy body and you're, um, yeah, you're feeling, at your best throughout those cycles, whether or not you're looking at fertility, you know, your menstrual cycle is a big indication of your overall health um, and your future health. So I, I believe that this isn't just something for, for those who want to reproduce. I do think it's something we need to look at and treat ourselves all like, like mothers and babies. Um, And I really respect like as a doula, so much of this emphasis is like birth and babies and it's all so beautiful. But I think a part of that journey, it's also important to acknowledge that um, those who don't choose to have children are still a, a part of this. Like they're not excluded from this conversation because it takes a village. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody is plays a role in raising children, whether, you know, it's a teacher to a neighbor or a stranger or a voter. Um we kind of need to bring everyone into this conversation, in my opinion. That's, yes, absolutely. Um, bringing it full circle, you know, that village thing, we've experienced that firsthand. You know, it takes a village to support you through the pregnancy and birth process, but then to raise your kid and to also raise you, <laughs> you know, like we're not done yeah. getting all no, of the, the knowledge totally. and the support. So, um, yeah, totally. And that's, it, it's so cool that you said there's so many listeners who are not moms or not just stating people. It's like, right. <laughs> you know, we, we all could learn from how we look at new life. Yeah. Yeah. At birth, all stages. The conversation of birth impacts so much, you know, to your point of um, culturally, society, um, you know, how our systems are working or not working. Like birth is indicative of a lot of how the rest of society is functioning. Totally. So, totally. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a really interesting point you bring up too. I was just reflecting while you were talking that, you know, we will emphasize great health while 
pregnant or while um, planning on becoming pregnant. You know, that's when it's like, okay, let's make sure you're taking care of yourself. Almost. Yeah, let's start the prenatals. Let's do all these yeah, things. Yeah. yeah, and then it's like you hit a certain point and it's like, okay, you can go back to trashing your body. <laughs> yeah. You, know, you can go back to trashing your mind. You can go back to yeah. trashing your spirit. And and I, yeah. I I like I like the the conversation of you know why not treat your body like that temple and take care of it as if you were growing life as if you yeah because you are even yeah. if you're not you know it, with a yeah, baby you're growing a life exactly and yeah. and that's that's very interesting when you think about health uh, choices in that context. Because, yeah. you know, you, most people probably end up making significantly different choices from the things that they eat, uh, from the things that they drink, from the activity and how they move their body and how they care for their physical body, but then also the conversations they surround themselves in and the information that they take into their, you know, their eyes and their ears and really the energy that they place themselves in. I think if we all start to, 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 to view our health more like that, then we become much more aware of the toxins that we take in in all these different ways. And, you know, you become much more selective about where you want to put your, your body and what you want to take in. And so I love the fact that you brought that up and, and you put that conversation out there because I know for myself, it has me thinking like, wow, okay, what are some of the things I can shift? Because here I was supporting Sarah and all of, of her health decisions while we were planning on becoming pregnant while we were pregnant and in those first months after baby Maya was born. Um, but I wasn't as aware and intentional with my health. Mm. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. And it's, it's unfortunate that I'll, I think a lot of the responsibility falls on the woman to, to be healthy. Um, but as you know, you guys are both playing a huge role in setting examples for, for your daughter and, you know, and even just like the conception right. of your daughter. So it's, yep. um, well, breast milk obviously comes from the mother, but it takes two. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's something that's important for everyone. And I think if you look at um, our postpartum health in this country and the reason that we've gotten so far behind, um, I do think it's because this idea of like, okay, the baby's out, the cord is cut, let's focus on the baby I can go back to not maybe taking care taking care of myself in the best way, um, or or putting my needs aside. Yeah, and I think if we kind of again reintegrate this, you know, this this love for the self and this care for the self, just like you would for your baby, mm. um, then we can start to change this or, or continue the the conversation about um, postpartum health and how we can help turn it around. Yeah. And I think doulas are integral in that in in terms of what you provide, you know, at whatever point you come into the space, you know, of a mother, whether it is preconception or during her pregnancy, um, at birth itself, or as a postpartum doula, I, I think having more resources like doulas and with doulas becoming more available and understood in terms of what they do and what they provide that shifts a lot. So with that, I'm curious for you, what you would say some of the top benefits or reasons for having a doula are? Um, that's a good question. I think 
I mean, knowing what a doula does and what that really looks like, I am always like, why would anybody not want a doula? Right, right. Um, <laughs> it's like literally someone that rubs your feet and back and gets you water and feeds you. You know, it's like, yeah, it's, it's I want one every day of my mm-hmm. life. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I think, you know, research has shown that um, if you're looking to avoid interventions, if you're looking to avoid cesarean um, especially in a hospital birth, a doula can be a really helpful resource. Um, research has always sh- also shown that um, improved birth outcomes mm. are connected to having uh, birth support throughout your entire labor and delivery. So those are the more like statistical medical reasons. Um, I think it's important for helping the partner. I think that's a huge job of part of my job is is helping the partner feel helpful um, and and feel safe and um, feel kind of in the know and holding that space for a couple um, is really important. Um, yeah, I think just having having somebody there to act as a mirror and to reflect thoughts and ideas and options off of is is really helpful in a time when there's so much going on mm-hmm. and so many decisions to be made. I absolutely agree. Absolutely. Just having that person there to support, just to be that, that empowering, loving um, energy. An is, advocate. An advocate, yeah, yeah. Is, is incredible. And what's interesting is I feel like there's a pattern that we hear on the podcast, Sarah, where um, moms will go through – a, you know, the first birth, maybe second birth, without a doula, without a midwife. And then it's because they experience things one way that they decide, oh, you know what, I need to go out and get this person who's going to listen to me, who's going to prioritize my needs, who's right. going to advocate for me. And so, you know, I think one of one of the things that I hope is that folks listening to this episode will start consider, hey, maybe I should hire a doula for my first birth. Mm, yeah, maybe I don't have to go through yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> through you know, it one way. Yeah, exactly. And and explore um, these other things because yeah. kind of like you said earlier, Carson, um, I didn't really know what a doula was mm-hmm. or a midwife until Sarah and I really got um, started researching for ourselves. So what, like three something years ago, mm-hmm. um, I just, I didn't know what... I didn't know what they did and I, I didn't know that, that that existed. So I love being able to um, share this information and share these possibilities with folks. And um, I love the fact that you're out there doing doing your work and, and spreading this to all the people that you get to touch as well. It's awesome. Mm, thank you. Yeah, it's, it's funny. I think sometimes when I meet with people before starting to work with them, there's this idea of like, you know, dads be like, why are we hiring a doula? Isn't that my job? Like, it's, and, and I always get so excited when, when I hear that because I'm like, those are the partners I love to work with mm. um, because I know how involved you want to be and how much help you're going to be for me because um, those double hip squeezes are, you know, for yeah. two days, it's a lot. <laughs> like, I'm going to be, yeah. I'm going to need you. Um, but it's, you know, it's true. I think there's this kind of misconception sometimes and so I love hearing it from, from you as a as a father and a partner, like, a doula never replaces that role. A doula never comes in and, and you know, takes that part away from the partner. Um, I think it's just the absolute opposite of that. It makes, 
it gives you the ability to do that freely and comfortably and um, with some different tools that you may not have thought of before. Totally. Totally. Uh, this is so great. Carson, I want to um, wrap up with one thought and that's um, something that I saw on your Instagram recently and you were talking about, you know, the honor that you get um, as a doula and what you get to do. And you said, birth delivers love in its purest form. And that just really got me. Um, when, when I read that, could you just expand upon that for a second and what, what inspired that? Yeah, I actually wrote that this morning. Yeah. Um, so it's very fresh. <laughs> Great. Um, yeah, I mean, tomorrow is a big election day. And, um, you know, I just, I think we're all pretty worked up in this time. There's a lot of tension. There's a lot of um, disagreement, but there's also a lot of fear and a lot of sadness. Um, and it's a it's a pretty dark time um, in our world. And I think, you know, being around birth, it's like, even though I have that total like cynical side that's like, can get, can, can lose sight of that when you're around birth and you see this, just this pure magic, pure love. Mm -hmm. It's really hopeful. Um, It's really beautiful. And there's a quote I'll probably butcher if I say, because I'm not looking at it right now, but that I, that I wrote before that. And it's true. It's like, Birth is proof that God is not has not given up on us. Mm. Um, that there's there's a new a, a, a fresh breath, um, breath of fresh air. Right, that's the saying coming. Yeah. So yeah, I wrote that today as kind of a little encouragement to have people vote. I think we hear people say we're so like oh so disenfranchised. I'm so you know and, and rightly so. But yeah, when you're around that, you're like, how could I give up? Mm. This thing just like squeezed its way through the birth canal. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just like, a, like, you're like this is like the most, like, God, like I'm such a schmo. You gotta like, mm. <laughs> you know, like this, this amazing creature is like, just came into the world and yeah. And is like breathing and, and learning how to walk and move and eat. And it's just, it, it really does remind you that like there's so many little things we can do to to support new life and and mothers and women and all of us but um just to not get yeah not get discouraged Mm. it's really an amazing thing you guys know like how can you not be hopeful when you see a baby being born yeah it's a great point, a great thing to come back to and reflect on, you know, when we can get caught up naturally so in the things and that that are going on, but to just come back mm-hmm. to that that space and that that centeredness is is really important. Um Carson, you are amazing. You are a breath of fresh air. Um I've mm. just been so great chatting with you. I love what you're doing. We love what you're doing. Um and just ever so grateful that you would share um you with the doing it at home community. Um, how can people connect with you or learn more about you? See what you you've got going on. Um, so you can follow me on Instagram, which is at CC Meyer. And then I also have a skincare line called C in the moon. And the Instagram handle for that is the letter C, C and the moon, um, that you can buy online at C the moon.com. And my doula website is, Carson-Meyer.com. 
Beautiful. Awesome. We'll put links to all, all of that. that. Yeah. yeah, for Thank everyone who's you. listening. All over on the show notes. Thanks so much, guys. It Thank was so you. nice talking to you. And oh. I really enjoyed getting to yeah, getting to meet you and spend some phone time together. <laughs> likewise. Likewise. We appreciate you just carving out some time to chat babies and doula stuff and birth and all the all the well, it's so great what you guys do. It's so important. So I appreciate it. Quick note about the Doing It at Home podcast. Matthew and I are not doctors or medical professionals, and nothing we say should be taken as medical advice or opinion. If you have medical or health-related questions, please take them to a trained professional. We're here simply to entertain you with stories and conversations about pregnancy, birth, and parenthood. Does your father know you're listening to this podcast? Well, when you're done, why don't you stop by and check out a show that is 100% dad-approved. Datages. Hi there, I'm Chad Higgle. If you're looking for useful insights and practical advice you can actually apply to work, family, education, philanthropy, and just life in general, check out Datages. That's D A D A G E S, wherever you listen to your podcasts.